0: Welcome to Less Talk More Monkey, the Archie McPhee podcast. I'm David Wall, the director of Awesome here at Archie McPhee, and today we'll be discussing new products. That's right, Shauna, the high priestess of rubber chickens, and Scott Heff, creator of Kitchen, and I are going to sit around and talk about what's coming into Archie McPhee this fall. Uh, it's a lot of products, and it's going to be fun. At the end of the episode, we will taste Clamdy Canes, Archie McPhee's new clam-flavored candy canes. Yum.
1: Hi, Hef.
0: Hi. How's it going?
1: Good.
0: Good. So what's the podcast about, Hef? Oh. (laughs) It's all on me?
2: It is. It is. We're going to talk about me. (laughs) (laughs) And how much
1: you like.
2: Aren't I great? Well, you're pretty good. Yeah. Pretty, Aren't I pretty good? Yeah. Yes, definitely. <laughs>
1: Thank I, you.
0: I, you post interesting things on Instagram. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Got a stellar Instagram account.
0: You do. Um, you um, eat interesting foods. <laughs> I love food
1: happily.
2: <laughs> happily. <laughs> I do love food. We can stop talking about me. I'm very
0: <laughs> no, uncomfortable. I'm- I'm fine with talking about you for an entire hour. All right, be careful. Let's not do that. <laughs> I that think we did asshole. that already once. Did we? <laughs> no, we didn't. Do you want me to? Do you want me to just lead you into talking about yourself a lot for the whole episode? <laughs>
1: Don't do it.
0: No, then I'll <laughs> have. I'll have you. what's called a
2: vulnerability hangover, and then uh, never, never want to do a podcast again.
0: I've never heard that term before.
2: I learned it from my wife Amy, who's a therapist. So sometimes you know because you it's good to get vulnerable yeah and yeah, put yourself yeah. out there and, and stuff but then sometimes you do it and it's great that you did it but you at the same time you feel like oh what have I done or like yeah. oh it's like kind of the shame sets back in yeah you're right you know so.
1: Vulnerability hangover. Vulnerability hangover.
2: Ooh, I like the term. I, have yeah, to think I don't know about if she it, made though. it up or not, but oh.
0: <laughs> yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I hope you didn't just spoil her book she's writing. She's, <laughs> yeah. like, she's like at home with a notepad crossing out vulnerability <laughs> hangover. Like yeah. Can't name it that. <laughs>
1: Great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, instead of talking about half. Oh. <laughs> You just said you didn't want to. It's a mixed bag, man. It's Uh, a mixed bag. I'm a paradox. (laughs) (laughs) I both want you to talk about me, and I don't want you to think about me at all. Well, two two tiers uh, for this podcast. One, I wanted to talk about the new products that are coming in for this fall. Some of them, we won't cover all of them. There are way too many to cover all of them. But um, one of the products that's coming in which will be available only at the store and online, is a Wallingford Beast air freshener. Yes. And I thought it would be fun to talk about the Wallingford Beast, uh, where the Wallingford Beast came from, and the Wallingford Beast air freshener, which smells like pine.
2: Is that what the Wallingford Beast actually smells like?
0: <laughs> no. Our no. Bigfoot
2: air freshener smells like pine, but he probably doesn't actually smell like pine.
0: No. I've, well, everyone says that Bigfoot smells terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. And like the Wallingford whale
2: Beast breath. might smell terrible. What is the Wallingford Beast?
1: <laughs> well, that's a good question. The Wallingford Beast is this. You know, we moved from Ballard. To, I mean, to our new store in Wallingford, which isn't new anymore. We moved in 2009, but even though people keep saying, oh, I haven't been to your store since you moved, it's still been a long time now. Yeah. Yeah. and when we moved there, there were some strange scuttlings that took place. And there was a strange... there. Actually, there's a little thing we call the dog run that's between our two buildings, our building and the Boys and Girls Club next door. And we found bones. In a little,
2: like a little alley.
1: Little, it's a very small alley. like, And... Um, we found little tiny bones all throughout there and we didn't know what that was and then we started paying attention to it. We had our nighttime cameras on and basically what happened was we captured this weird creature called the Wallingford Beast and we're actually not 100% sure if it's male or female. There have been eggs found since this since the capture. Um, we're assuming that there are our other walling, all other beasts roaming around Wallingford. We captured this one, and now we have it on display in the store.
0: And we should probably describe what it, the beast looks like. Yes, which is a human head,
1: human esque sort of head, kind maybe of like a monkey, gaunt. monkey skull, mm-hmm. and smaller
2: almost. than a human head.
1: Right, it's like the size of a small monkey. Not a not a tiny monkey. <laughs> Just a small monkey half. I know what you're thinking.
0: He's thinking of one of those monkeys that clings to people's fingers.
1: Yeah, finger monkey. <laughs> it's not a finger monkey.
0: Yeah, stop thinking about the finger monkey. <laughs> you're really about to all I ever think about. It's literally. Phenomenal. I know. Shawna's like, oh, God, I'm bringing up monkeys. <laughs> I know where this is going. And it <laughs> That's a tiny head.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so it's not that small. But and then it has sort of a body almost like a giant spider,
0: spider or cockroach
1: combo, scorpion. It, it, it's and it has a really good scuttling capability, like
0: yeah,
2: that's
1: how it scuttles. It scuttles, scuttles a good word, it scuttles and stinks.
0: It scuttles, it smells, and it's on display at the store. Yeah. Um, Wallingford for Beast. And we actually um, found it in a, well, It's the where the store is now is an old gas station. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So our theory is that it was living in one of the unused gas tanks under the parking lot. Uh, and somehow the cap came off while we were unpacking our stuff. mm mm-hmm. An unnamed employee got nosy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And there's videos of some of this stuff too. And then weirdly, it it ended up up in our warehouse for a while too, the beast. It got away. Well, it got away when we were transporting it. So we had it, it was in the warehouse, it scuttled in the store a little bit, and then we had to recapture it and put it back in its case.
0: And we found an article that we think references. The Wallingford Beast, which is why we call it the Wallingford Beast, from the Seattle Times back when it was called the Seattle Daily Times mm-hmm. in 1904. Mm-hmm. Um, and the headline was Mysterious Beast Stocked in Wallingford. Mm-hmm. So we thought Mysterious Beast Stocked in Wallingford would be a bad name. So we shortened <laughs> it to Wallingford Beast.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And in it's catchy. La- Thank you. And in the article, there's actually the children of the neighborhood had seated enough that they had a playground chant that they would do about it, which was... It comes in the night to take bad girls and boys. You'll hear its feet clicking, a terrible noise. You call out for your mother, father, or priest. Too late, your supper for the Wallingford Beast. Wow.
2: Too late,
1: your supper for the Wallingford Beast.
2: I would be terrified if I was a kid and the kids were chanting that. <laughs>
1: what if you were an adult and you saw the Wallingford Beast in the store?
2: <laughs> in the Arch luckily, it, store? Yes, luckily well, is it's... it contained?
1: Yes, right now it is. <laughs>
2: You've <laughs> seen it in the store. I, I it's gone
1: out twice, though.
2: It has. Yes. Well, I haven't. I am intrigued by it when I see it at the store, and my kids always want me to lift them up and mm-hmm. you know so they can look at
0: it again. Are they are they scared of it? I don't know. I don't know. I should ask them.
1: Strangely, it's become sort of a tourist attraction for the store. So people actually come to see the Wallingford Beast, and we have swag. We've got some bags, and we you can get a Wallingford Beast press penny, and now we'll have the air freshener, like a bumper sticker, a bumper sticker. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. And postcard. Um, we actually had to get a rider our, on our insurance to have the beast there. It's <laughs> um, beast insurance <laughs> added on. And it's worth it, though. It is totally worth it. You know, because um, after the uh, mermaid incident down on the docks, mm-hmm. beast insurance is a necessity in Seattle. The city council mandated it mm-hmm. yeah. for anyone that displays any kind of cryptozoological creature for public display.
1: Yeah.
0: If it's private, you don't need it.
1: We've also found that it likes to eat
0: soap. Yeah. Strangely Mm -hmm. enough, because it smells so bad, and ironically likes to eat soap. Mm -hmm. Pine soap? Pine scented soap? Yeah, pine
1: scented soap would be a good one. The (laughs) soap ends up having these little teeth marks in it. Little beastie marks.
0: So if you're at the Archie McPhee store, and you go to wash your hands in the bathroom, and there are teeth marks on the soap, run. (laughs) Get out as fast as you can. Buy run from first. the bathroom screaming, the beast is loosed, the beast is loose, out <laughs> under the streets of Wallingford. It's Are also you- good to run with your hands over your head in circles. Can they do that chant?
1: I recommend <laughs> yeah. that you call out for your mother, your father, or your priest while you <laughs> do it. be the supper. <laughs> Too late.
2: <laughs> beast! Beast! That's
1: the, that's the recommended. And if you hear the scuttling.
0: Yeah. Holy guacamole, the beast is loose. <laughs> <laughs> I will say
2: I have not been scared when I've been to the store. But if I was, like, closing up the store and I was the only one there, I might be a little scared. Oh, yeah, scared. it's a
1: little scary. Just and, like... we, and we caught it on the footage. Of, it gets out sometimes and then gets back into its little cage because we do have it on the nighttime footage of the store. When there's no one else in the store, there's scuttling happening. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeesh.
0: So you'll be able to get an air freshener. (laughs) So
1: anyway, (laughs) real fresh air.
0: (laughs) For your car and think about the Beast and contemplate it as you drive.
1: Because the Beast is always thinking about you.
2: It's cool, though, as an air freshener because you put it in your car and it's kind of a very Seattle thing in some ways. So it's kind of that iconic, like you said, it's kind of a tourist attraction. and. Or, you know, if you have it, if you don't live in Seattle and you have it and you see someone else with it, I mean, that's an instant bonding moment right there.
0: And it's a good conversation piece and will allow you to do the playground chant to anyone who rides in your car (laughs) (laughs) when they ask you what it is.
1: We'll definitely have to post that with the (laughs)
0: write-up. Yeah. They'll be like, what's that? And you can go. (sighs) (laughs) It comes in the night. (laughs) You know, as you do. Have, you, please stop thinking about monkeys. <laughs> just the little finger just monkeys. Just finger monkeys. Stop. <laughs> it's what if it timeless. was a little finger
2: Wallingford beast? That would be cute. <gasps> Adorable. Yeah, it'd be cute. Not not as scary. Baby yeah. beast.
1: If it was scuttling, it would still be a little scary. Yeah. But I'm scared like,
2: of spiders, and,
0: so, and they're <laughs> you, tiny.
1: <that> <laughs> they're too. not cute. Oh, and that beast turns its head and, like, looks at you, too. Yeah. I like know. It's a little cucked head.
0: Because even though it has eyes, it looks like hollow sockets.
2: Yeah, it almost looks like a skull head, right? It's a little skull Well,
1: it's gaunt. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's super
0: gaunt. Gaunt.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Gaunt. Well,
1: anyway, spe- what else is coming in?
0: <laughs> speaking of of creatures um, yes our new mask for the year is coming in, and yeah. might actually be here by the time this podcast goes up, which is half. It's a sloth mask. Yay.
2: Yay. I'm very excited for this one.
0: We've been really looking forward to having the sloth mask come in. Hef uh, did a photo shoot with Alistair where Alistair was hanging from tree limbs. That's right. And um,
1: I love that photo. That is it one turned of my out favorite really photos It
2: was actually hard to get. We have woods right near us. So we thought, oh, we'll just go over and there'll be plenty of trees. it would be great. And
1: and Alistair's and, usually climbing in those trees anyway. so. <laughs> He's, Just put the mask on. He's him.
2: very finger monkey like. <laughs> uh, Stop it! <laughs> so you guys went to the hobo camp? <laughs> yes, we went to the hobo camp. Took some photos of him, like hugging trees and sitting on a branch or whatever. Um, but then we were looking for one that he could hang from to take a picture, and it was it took us twenty minutes. You we did had have to walk to go deep
1: into the woods. No, we
2: came out of the woods and walked down the street, and finally found a good tree
1: in someone's yard.
2: But the picture turned out lovely, if I say so myself. So.
1: You didn't answer me.
2: I'm sorry, well, the question? Did you go to
1: someone's yard to do it? Did you trespass? Uh,
2: it was like, you know, where this... I think s- you
1: might have trespassed. We'll just leave it at that.
2: Yeah.
1: Um,
0: Not the first time we've done that for a photo shoot, by the way. We've
2: trespassed
0: a plenty. I, that's, that's a 911 call I would request. <laughs> there is a man dressed as a sloth hanging from my tree. This is private property. <laughs> I told them to get off, and they're they looks like they're moving in that direction, but they're so slow.
1: <laughs> There's a,
0: yeah, a giant
1: sloth coming toward me.
0: Get off my property! Go on <laughs> faster! <laughs> <laughs> Good lord, just go. <laughs> so, but I'm excited for this one. I think it's going to be um, a hit. It's the it's it's a really nice sloth mask. He has kind of a sly smile, a yes. slothy smile, which I really like. Um, this one also has what we call the taxidermy eyes, but they're glass eyes. Um, so they have a little bit more of a realistic feel for the eyes. And I think they show up um, better in pictures. Um, it's also a little bit tighter to the head, and it looks I think it looks really nice on, too. So um, I am for the sloth mask. In fact, when I was at uh, Goodwill with Pepper over the weekend, I actually bought a sloth shirt. So that I could, uh, we could take another picture of it. It's a parody of that howling wolf in oh. front of the moon <laughs> yeah. shirt, except it's a sloth. Oh, that's funny. So I thought, oh, we'll take a picture of that. So if you see that picture, that's probably me, in my goodwill shirt.
1: That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I like that sloth. Seventy
0: nine cents mm-hmm. for a shirt. What well, for a sloth shirt on sale? That's a good deal. Because we went on uh, Labor Day. Nice.
1: Um, well, I was thinking of, you know, something that we are, people seem to be really excited about is the new stress manatee. Yes. We're getting a lot of feedback that people are excited about that coming. And since it kind of relates, I don't know, somehow I associate it with the sloth. It's a segue from the sloth because it's mm-hmm. just soft and lovely. It's like a big,
2: gentle creature.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: And
0: calming. I like it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's So it's a squeezy. Um, how many seconds is it? It's a tw-
0: It's over nine
2: seconds.
1: It's a twelve second I think it's a twelve second manatee, isn't Let's
2: count it right now. Just ten seconds of dead air. Ears. No, okay. I'm just
0: kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> one Mississippi. My
2: kids are excited for this one because that it's very in right now. This very squishy material yes. that's
0: it's like just makes you want to touch it and play with yep. it. So
1: and it's a manatee and comes in a little net and it's just adorable. And, and we should
0: it. say the, the timing of how long it takes to reform is an actual official quality control yeah. thing for that material. Is the longer the squish lasts, the more the
1: <laughs> more desirable the more
0: desirable it is and the more expensive it is. Because yeah, it's really cheap. Precious. Like a one second manatee we could give away.
1: Who wants that? No one. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys know what it is. If you squish it squeeze something and it just pops back immediately. Yeah, whatever. But if it's soft and squeezy, It takes like
2: ten seconds. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Lush.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: so that was one.
0: Our goes ours goes so long you'll be impatient with it to reform it to a manatee. <laughs> you'll be like, just be a manatee. See, I'm gonna have everybody be impatient with every product. <laughs> All the way Hurry it up.
2: Get off my lawn, sloth. Manatee. Un, unstretched manatee. Unsquished. Going I don't on? know. <laughs> I don't know. Let's move on.
1: Okay. Uh, there are also other air fresheners that are coming along besides the Wallingford Beast. Uh,
0: and I know which one you're most excited about. Yes. It's the Fly Widow Air Freshener.
1: Yes. So the Fly Widow is a spin-off product. <laughs> From our not-so-popular sw- undertaker fly swatter. Oh. <laughs> so we have this uh, fly swatter that extends, mm-hmm. and I we've talked about this before, but there's a bunch of characters on the packaging that I'm intoxicated by.
2: We, we called the fly swatter the fly undertaker.
1: The fly undertaker.
2: So the and package had some elements. Yes,
1: yeah, so it has the dead fly in the coffin, and then it has the best thing in the world which is the fly widow and we as we've talked about the fly widow definitely has something going on with the fly undertaker because that is one dead fly in that coffin the fly in the coffin doesn't have outfits as not personified in any way but the fly widow has a beautiful black morning dress with a with a lace veil and a little bit of purple a, a bow And she's got her um, sort of little gloves and then her huge fly eyes with her
0: proboscis, proboscis,
1: her snout. (laughs) And um, she is the greatest thing in the world, I think. (laughs) And uh, somehow I tricked us all into actually making a product. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I don't know if trick is the right it word is. I think it's just you just pushed hard enough That we relented
1: but, I, but people still don't actually think it's happening They think we're joking Including the owner, Mark He's like, wait, we really Are making we really that? Yeah, he it? approved
2: it yeah. well, So I
1: might have tricked him into it I might you, have hypnotized you all
2: As you said, the, um, the fly swatter is, Hasn't been a huge hit or anything no. But you were immediately drawn to The soap opera that was playing out on the package, and so that was kind of the the impetus for this. Is-
1: well, I first got into the fly widow, the, the the character, and then I wondered what was the relationship between all of these people, and then I found out that Scott King did have a relationship in mind between all of these characters, <laughs> and the whole thing about the fly. Uh, the fly, once it dies, becomes its its old fly self. It's no longer personified. And then Scott also added the fly vicar to the story. Mm-hmm. We don't know the story there, but that is on this air freshener. So I'm very excited that we get the fly widow air freshener scented like lavender, and kind which, of like a funeral home.
0: Which could lead to hundreds of other products if this does Maybe well. Maybe
1: thousands. Maybe
0: thousands. <laughs> I, I just think it's funny because... We did not that many people saw the original Fly Widow.
1: No, they don't know what it's referencing. They don't at know
0: all. what it's referencing at all, but <laughs> we're doubling down. Yes. <laughs> yes. And my nervousness always with doubling down on stuff is are we explaining a joke, which makes it not funny, or are we just exposing it to more people? And then if they look and there's so much about it, they're like, I must be the wrong one. I just don't get it. <laughs>
1: Fly Widow Air Freshener. What's not... What's, Let's do a press <laughs> release for this one. <laughs> fly Widow <no> Air Freshener. <laughs> it is the weirdest. Like, I, Fly Widow. It's We have invented something that didn't exist. Okay, the people... It's called Fly Widow.
0: The people that listen to our podcast...
1: Hi, y'all.
0: <laughs> ...are, like, the insider people for Archie McPhee. Yeah. They will understand when they see Fly Widow Air Freshener. What I have to cast myself to is a store... In, I don't want to pick on a city, so I'll use Columbus, Ohio, where I'm from. In Columbus, Ohio, where without any context, someone's like, I need an air freshener for my car. And they go, (laughs) Here's one shaped like a pine tree, here's one that's an apple. And a fly widow.
1: <laughs> and the person who picks that, that's my kind of
2: person. Yeah, that's <laughs> we well, we've, we've talked before about how sometimes our products are are better out of context yes. where you just find something in a random store or in a thrift store or something. And you're just like, who made this? Like, where does this come from? Yeah. So this definitely has that kind of quality to oh, it. Oh,
1: yeah. If I was in some store in Spokane and I came up and there there's fly widow air freshener, I would lose my mind. Like, what is this? Who is this? I probably want to work here all over again just mm-hmm. from this product.
0: Well, another one that um, seems more mainstream until you see the actual product <laughs> was our Cat Monk air freshener, which we have a popular um, Cat Buddha <laughs> dashboard cat and
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's just in like saffron robes. But for some reason, when we did this one, we decided to go with a hairless Cat Monk. <laughs> It smells like sandalwood.
2: <laughs> I I don't know when it switched because the thinking was, oh, this dashboard cat Buddha we have is really it's popular. Let's just do yes. a, let's just do an air freshener of it. It'll sell really well. <laughs> and then at some point during the design process, it switched to a hairless cat. It
1: switched to a hairless cat and stopped being called a Buddha and started being called a, a monk. monk. Yeah. So it's very, yeah, and it makes you think of um, finger monkeys, doesn't it? <laughs>
0: Stop. Always. <laughs> Good the Lord. Lord. Sorry. And you didn't say, but what does the fly widow smell like?
1: Oh, I did say lavender scent. Did you scent. say lavender? Yes. Okay. just like I a Okay, I just want
0: to make hall. sure. Just like a funeral home. <laughs> <laughs> and cat and bonnet. Yeah, cat in bonnet. Our famous cat with our cat bonnet.
1: The, that's what's so funny is it, you're you're so right. This all puts everything in context because cat and bonnet does not look so weird when you've gone from fly widow to cat monk, hairless cat monk. All of a sudden, cat and bonnet looks like a very mainstream item. Yeah, this is our
0: most mainstream. It's out of this bunch. Well, I don't know. It's uh, close to.
1: It's it's really close to the most mainstream. The air fresheners. We've really upped our game with the air fresheners.
0: Yeah, we have, including yeah. with oh, and the. That one smells like lemon. Lemon, mm-hmm. and then there's the scream.
1: Yes, which is part of our masterpiece line, which mm-hmm. includes this and the Mona Lisa. Mona yep. Lisa,
0: and this one smells like orange, and it looks like the painting, of the scream, and includes a gold frame around it.
1: Yeah, I like that one. I think it's classy.
0: And this one I love, which is the tardigrade air freshener, and this is the microscopic water bear mm-hmm. creature. And it's really odd-looking. I don't even know how to describe it. So
1: I think this is the thing where we asked everyone in the company to come up with air freshener ideas. We wanted to hear as weird an idea as they had. And this is, um, I believe, Fuzz came up with this idea.
0: Well, it's a good one. It's certainly a strange-looking creature, multi-legs, an orifice in the front.
1: And it's scientific.
0: Yeah, it's one of those... uh, microscopic creatures that they always say like if there was a a war or the planet was engulfed in flame this is one of the few things that would survive yeah they're like indestructible
2: share Share. i remember learning about those when my kids used to watch the show called octonauts but um and they're underwater and so this was was featured in one of those and i was like that sounds like a cool animal (laughs) the water bear
0: I think one of my friends watched the Octonauts. Do they have an episode with his kids? And do they have an episode where they are firefighters? Because it was driving him crazy that oh, there would be know. underwater firefighters.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Uh, Ooh.
0: that's If yeah. a fire breaks out
2: on a submarine, you need to put that fire out. I yep. don't know that episode, but I haven't seen them all.
1: <laughs> mm. All right. Mm. Mm.
0: So there's that. And to our handy line. We are adding the oh. Hand of Monster. Which
1: is everyone's favorite new product.
0: <clears throat> it is Cyclopean.
1: Yep. Which Very was my
0: cool. my dictionary.com word of the day.
1: Cyclopean.
0: Uh, Cyclopean. And it um, has, obviously, like our other handy things, has four or five pieces total. Four claws and one head.
1: Turns your hand into a monster.
0: Turns your hand into a monster and... I just love this.
1: I love it. It's got one eye. It's got that um, sort of an underbite fangs. It's got golden horns. It's blue and purple and has golden claws. And it is a fabulous retro monster. It looks like it's been in an old movie. And it makes your hand look so scary and retro to me.
0: We're actually, we love it so much, we're actually talking about maybe doing the monster hands On their own in a box, Mm -hmm. because they're so cool. But
1: But that face is so great, too, with the
0: Cyclops eye.
1: I love it. it. Here, wait. Everyone, yeah. (laughs) That's
0: me taking my finger out. That's the sound of quality. (laughs) That's the sound of a quality seal. (laughs) (laughs) So another exciting uh, Christmas item that we have coming.
1: Yeah.
0: Is the existential ornaments, Mm -hmm. which... um, you can, uh, Shana, all describe.
1: <laughs> well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> describe them, <Yeah>. Shana. Shana. <laughs> Just. The,
1: they are um, black ornaments with gray writing on them. And the writing is uh, quotes from famous uh, existentialists.
0: hmm Camus, Simone de Beauvoir, and Sartre.
1: And they, each one has a picture of the person and then the quote on the back. And it's a set of three black ornaments. And they're very lovely, actually, and quite tasteful. Um,
2: very festive.
1: The, the Camus one, for example, <laughs> says, there is a terrible emptiness in me, an indifference that hurts. <laughs> yeah.
0: Merry Christmas. Jolly.
1: And, of course, hell is other people.
0: Yeah,
2: One of our favorites.
1: And society cares for the individual only so far as he is profitable.
0: Thanks, Simone. (laughs) (laughs) So I think those are um, a perfect gift. And just open it up, Shauna, and just look at the, tell people what the little surprise on the inside is right there. On the inside right here.
1: Merry Christmas, it says! With exclamation mark and stars. So cute. And the other thing, okay, so the thing that I love about them, aside from the concept, is if you don't turn it around and know who these people are, it's just these faces of these sort of serious looking people.
0: I know I think I think we've Charles Darwin ourselves. <laughs> From those...
1: I just listened to our episode yeah. where we're talking about how we thought we were so clever to make a Charles Darwin ornament, but it just looked like Santa Claus.
0: Yes. And it turns out, um, I think it's Sart looks like uh Don Knott.
1: Yeah. Uh, could be Buster Keaton also.
0: <laughs> they're you know, they're famous Christmas people.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and Mrs. Claus, we've got Elves,
1: but we, I th- but in this case we actually put their names on them. I think this one is is this is what we should have done with Darwin.
0: You yeah. should have just said Darwin and big <laughs> letters on it. Is that your saying? Is Darwin forehead, because that was just a big head. I came I up know. with the concept of evolution <laughs> <laughs> in a giant word bubble.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is a pretty fabulous item. It I'm kind is, of into cool. it. This will be on my tree this year. I don't know about the rest of y'all.
0: And not only that, but in terms of the black and white ornaments, we also did one that says meh, one that says dissent, one that says atheist, and one that says despair. (laughs) Because we felt like every member of the family should be represented by... An ornament that uh, that gives their personality. <laughs> so having one that says despair is perfect.
1: <laughs> for, Merry Christmas.
0: For your goth friend.
1: Yes. <laughs> I can think of a few people who would love that one.
0: Yes. And another thing I'm very excited about is the dress-up squirrel with underpants. Yes. <laughs> I can't wait for this to come in. It's... <laughs> Seven and three quarter inch tall (laughs) cardboard squirrel that you can dress with um, peel and stick clothing. And you can do everything from Santa Claus to... Uh, top hat and bow tie. Isn't there
1: also a, a hockey mask and chainsaw?
0: Hockey mask and chainsaw, <laughs> and of course underpants, which is what we're famous for. Yep. Which is why we wanted to <laughs> let people know that underpants were included in it. Yeah. Th- this and is I squirrel
1: think with underpants, with
0: underpants, I think this is going to be a big hit because um, you can dress him for all kinds of holidays. <laughs>
1: so hilarious with his sock feet.
0: With his oh sock God. feet, I'm. I think people are gonna. Go crazy for this.
1: Yeah, it's really a good one.
2: It's cool too. We've done dress up things before. We have a dress up Bigfoot, and this one's a little smaller. It's yeah. like perfect desk size. Yep.
1: And so. it's so easy to mail too. Yeah. It comes in this little envelope. So that one's really super cool.
0: And <laughs> Shauna has been asking for another Monster Woman product oh yes. for ages. And finally, we're going to get in a new Monster Woman invasion of the Monster Women. Product mm-hmm. which is notebooks, and so it's it features- a set of
1: three notebooks. Yep. and it's um, three different beautiful monster women. So, one is uh, a, mo- a woman who's half woman, half scorpion, half woman, half bat, half woman, half spider.
0: Who looks a little like the Wallingford Beast. I was gonna say, she's
1: a little beastie, definitely a little beastie. And then um, there's a code of the monster women in the back. Yes. That is really awesome. Should we each read part of the code?
2: (laughs) Uh, Code of Monster Women. One Monster Women love themselves and their monster
0: bodies.
1: Monster Women support other monster women.
0: Monster Women do not like to be told to smile, but are happy to show their fangs.
2: (laughs) I'm glad I get to read this one. Four, monster women do not need things monster-splained to them.
1: So monster-splained is my favorite new (laughs) word. (laughs) (laughs) If you think it's been hard to explain to people what mansplaining is, get to the monster-splaining and then, you know, you really got a challenge there. Monster women silence cat collars and drink their blood.
0: No matter how many angry mobs try to destroy monster women, they will come back even stronger. Yep. So... Um, cute little notebooks, really good. Cute and fierce. Cute, fierce. Um, I love Monster Women. Me too. I think they're great.
1: Never enough Monster Women or Fly Widows for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so <laughs> for the last item we were going to talk about, I actually wanted to make this part of um, our discussion about how we were going to market it. So we have the formal hander pants. That are coming out.
1: So most people have heard of our hander pants, which is underpants for your hands. Correct. It's
0: one of our best-selling items. Of all time. And and
1: it's Mm -hmm. a now it's a
0: classic. And we decided to do a black version of it. I think formal hander pants.
1: Yeah, and I think wasn't this was this one of those ones that Mark had in a dream?
0: Hmm. He had it in his car while he was listening to our podcast about hander (laughs) pants.
1: He should not be dreaming in his car. Wake up.
0: I think he keeps a pad of post it notes in his car and he scribbled formal hander pants. Mm.
1: And then he emailed us in the middle of the night. Formal hander pants, discuss.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a couple months later we have them. Yeah. That's great.
1: And they are beautiful.
0: They're beautiful. And they're because hander pants aren't good for every situation.
1: Most situations, but sometimes you want to dress it up a little.
0: Like if you're going for a job interview, these (laughs) pants would be perfect. Or Um, at a
1: wedding. A
0: wedding. Or a funeral.
1: Or a funeral (laughs) where you were going to shake hands with a fly widow. Mm -hmm. The opera. The opera. (laughs) My mother would love that.
0: Exactly. So the question is, do we do another Chester McGinnis commercial for these? And if so... Should Chester McGinnis be dressed up or just the same outfit but with the black formal?
1: I think it needs to be a tuxedo.
0: (laughs) Do you own a tuxedo?
2: Does Chester own a tuxedo?
0: Not that I know of.
2: (laughs) Does he own a tuxedo (laughs) t-shirt?
1: Oh, maybe. (laughs) That's a good idea.
0: He could probably find one at the Goodwill.
1: (laughs) 79 cents, Labor Day. Yeah. Um, By the way, I don't know that we mentioned that they're black. These these formal hander pants are black with... Gray writing, they still say hander pants mm-hmm. on them. They still look like tidy whities, but they're more like tidy blackies. Yeah. Yeah. Just to, so that we're showing how formal. And also, some people said that they looked very metal. Like heavy metal, what people would love to oh, wear. Oh, yeah. Them, right? Oh,
0: yeah. Yes.
2: Like- <laughs> so funerals and concerts, heavy metal concerts. Meta- Metallica.
1: Yeah. 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 to Metallica concerts. I definitely think Chester McGinnis needs to dress it up.
2: I agree. I am for Chester McGinnis promoting even though
1: even though chester mcginnis always stresses me out
2: so (laughs) i know i have to be the one to video record him
1: it's it's, so stressful
0: it's crazy so here's the question (laughs) (laughs) will the company cover chester mcginnis renting a (laughs) (laughs) tuxedo
1: yes or buying a 79 cent uh, uh, tuxedo shirt yeah
0: if I see a tuxedo shirt in Chester McGinnis' size, I will buy it.
1: Or can't you just borrow Mark's and just be too short in the arms? <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is Chester McGinnis.
2: I, I feel like he would breathe. have a tuxedo that's too small for him. Yeah, that's what he I would. was thinking. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think you've got a lot. Of, I mean, Chester has a lot of options.
2: He does. <laughs> One of the things I'm reading the package, and it's like, great for groomsmen, morticians, like we've talked about, goths. And then one of them is sad bicyclists. Oh! Not every bicyclist is in a good mood. They
1: weren't all happy days.
2: Evil twins is another one. One thing I wanted to mention, too, is, uh, so there's various images on the package package of people using them. Yes. And Scott King... uh, Found stock photos mostly of you know someone at a graduation, and then he would Photoshop in the hander pants, mm-hmm. right? And Shauna, you and I, so this is kind of funny. So, we had to be the hand models <laughs> oh, yeah. for the wedding one. Yes. So, he has this stock photo of close up of a hand <laughs> over like a wedding dress, right? Yeah. And so, we had to put the formal hander pants on and then kind of recreate this pose. That's in this wedding photo. A
1: close-up of hands.
2: A close-up of hands. But the funny part is... (laughs) I I hope I can do this justice. So the funny part is he then... So he takes the picture and then he photoshops our hands into the photo. But then he uses the fingers of the original stock photo. So the only part of the photo that's us is the... The It's not the fingers. It's the... It's the,
1: it's the hand hand or pants. It's the hand meat that's inside the hand or pants and not the fingers. So they, he showed me that picture and he said, oh, here's your picture that I did of you guys. I'm like, those aren't my fingers. Yeah, yeah. It was creepy.
2: Yeah. It's like when, so <laughs> like if, if I'm in a mask and like Scott King will take a photo of me in a mask, but then he'll switch the body to like some, you know, body in a tuxedo or something. So I'm the model that's underneath that mask, kind of. My head... The part you can't see, that's yeah. me. Yeah. My head is filling out that mask. Yeah. Our hands are filling out the hand the formal hander pants, even though that's not our fingers or anything
0: else.
1: But don't look for those famous Heffernan fingers in there yeah. because you because those are not the famous and, fingers.
0: And I also have to say, to get you guys in the same position of the hands in the picture <laughs> required. Lights, both of you stretching across a (laughs) giant table. And it makes me wonder what the original stock photo, how they got the people in that position, because we were just trying to get your hands in the right position. And it was like stretching and lights, and it was crazy complicated. Yeah. (laughs) For all that. I don't know if it was
1: worth it, but okay.
0: All right. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. So, okay. Candy cane. Is
1: this happening?
0: I got t- our two new candy cane flavors. Yep. Clam and macaroni and cheese.
1: So, clam, just to be clear, clam is called Clamdy Canes.
0: Clamdy Canes and macaroni and cheese candy canes.
1: And this is the, ch- is this true? This is one where the name came before the, the, cl- it was Clamdy Canes first.
0: Yeah, that was me. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, it was you all right. We know if it was Finger Monkey who it would be. But.
0: Yeah, because I said, I know we're never going to do this. This is kiss I, of
1: death or kiss of life, whichever yeah. you, however you take it.
0: But I had this thought, what if we did Clamdy canes?
1: He hypnotized us.
0: And then...
2: It's David Wall's fly widow. It's, it's
0: the pl- clam Well, I don't, I don't have an obsession with it.
1: <laughs> okay, are we going to open these? I'm going to bust yeah. one open. Are right we get, we're
0: all going to taste them.
1: Yeah, but let's just t- take Hef, one. Half
0: is so disturbed. I drank all my water.
1: <laughs> you can.
2: Do you want let, me to pause? Someone? No, no, no. It's okay. I'll okay.
1: Right. So, um, are we doing?
2: Wait, are we doing mac and cheese or? Um, oh, mac and cheese first.
1: Mac and cheese first, and I'm going to since I just busted mine open first. I'm going to describe the smell.
2: Okay. Which,
1: oh, okay. It's very pungent. It smells kind of like the packet of powder. Oh. Yeah. Whew. The powder packet that you get with, you know, that bright orange Mm -hmm. mac and cheese, Mm -hmm. Uh it's kind of like that smell. Crap Oh, it's called dinner.
2: Well, in Canada. Oh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And it's got that smell to it, which is sort of cheese plus foot.
2: I wasn't even trying to smell it and all of a sudden it just walked it up.
1: Cheese plus foot. Cheese plus foot
2: is a good description. So
1: it's, this is the mac and cheese. We're all going to taste it live for you.
0: It smells like a pug's wrinkle.
1: <laughs> Before it's been cleaned with a button.
0: Yes. <laughs> All right. You get
1: through it. Okay, everybody, this. ready to bite it? Yep. Okay.
0: Oh.
2: Oh. It's the smell more than the taste. The smell of the feet and the taste of the feet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 so that's
2: soon. the good
1: news. It smells worse than it tastes. <laughs>
2: no, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> that was something. Okay. So Ugh. worth a try,
0: everyone. If you have a friend who loves mac and cheese, this is perfect mm-hmm. for them, oh. if, especially if they like to skip the the mac part and just go straight for that flavor packet and just pour <laughs> it right into their <laughs> mouth. I wonder, could you use the mac and cheese uh, packet in ramen noodles? Oh. Just like pour <laughs> it as the ramen noodles. My noodle mother
1: would.
2: There. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it almost has like a blue cheese quality yeah, to it. Fun. Yeah,
1: that's the foot.
2: Yeah. And I like blue cheese. It's I don't like blue, feet.
1: Blue cheese is all about context.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: You don't want to smell blue cheese. Okay. I would
2: say clams are a lot about context as well.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if candy
2: canes are the proper context. Oh, I
1: think they are. And, okay, so the clam next thing up is clam decanes. And you guys, this one, the thing that's so... <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay there?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: oh. sniff it. Okay, it smells like my neighborhood Ballard.
0: Smells like an... It smells...
1: <laughs> Which is the smell of the sea. Yeah. It smells, it smells like
0: smells an like aquarium rock. Mm-hmm.
1: It smells <laughs> like... Okay.
2: I prefer the smell of these to the smell of the mac and cheese, okay. I have to say. Are All we, we biting? Yeah, let's do it.
1: Oh. Okay. Wow. It... Okay, so
2: <laughs> it's not it, it. nails it. I have to say, it's pretty. It's, it's of good. Clammy, like
1: it smells like it tastes kind of like clam chowder.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's not good, good in the sense oh. that I would enjoy a piece of candy, good. But it nails the flavor pretty well.
1: And do you know I've had I've heard multiple people suggest that you put it in a Bloody Mary, huh?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which you can see that working. This ta- As a festive bloody mary for the holiday. This tastes yeah. like
0: a piece of candy you dropped in a fish market, <laughs> and then picked it up and started eating. Oops. Or, or like you are you
1: eating a candy cane while you smelled a clam.
2: Uh huh.
1: Like you're getting it all <clears> at the same time. It's a very ocean. It does smell. It does taste like clam soup.
2: If you just like went down to Pike Place Market and you, there's all like the salmon and the ice, and you just grabbed a fistful of ice. And shoved
0: it in your mouth.
1: Fish <laughs> eyes. Yeah.
0: yeah, That's actually. What are, I wonder if anyone's ever done that for Bloody Marys. <laughs> <laughs> Use this ice. Bloody fish eyes.
2: <laughs> oh, all oh, that's I, clammy. If I had to choose Ooh. one that I could eat more of, I would choose the clammy canes. I have to say. But I am severely averse to feet, so maybe. That's
0: what
1: <laughs> <laughs> you hate feet more than most people. <laughs> You're, like, weird about feet. So if you like
0: feet, then the mac and cheese candy are for you. Mm-hmm.
1: Have you taken these home for your kids yet? Because I, no. I'd be curious what they have to say about I'll, it. I'll, they probably eat mac and cheese, don't they?
2: Uh, two of them do. One of them doesn't. Mm-hmm. None of them eat clams. Well, they're, they're all very picky. And even, like, good candy where I'm like, hey, here's chocolate with almonds. They're like... They won't try it. They're the pickiest little kids. Shout out. Well, Hello.
1: <laughs> Hi, picky kids. But I think you should have them try the mac and cheese. Pull
0: I'll up try. Pull up the memo feature on your phone and record the audio.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: Please. Yeah, I w- They
2: they will refuse to try it. I can. I, I but can. Tell them it's mac and I'll have to and it's them. candy. them. to bribe them. All right, or threaten. I'll have to bribe or threaten them. <laughs> bribe them with
1: candy. No screen
2: time till wow. you eat this mac and cheese candy cane. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> Go so- to your room and think about how you won't eat this mac and cheese candy cane.
1: <laughs> and then the next candy cane they ask for, they, they're not allowed to eat candy canes.
0: <laughs> what if one of them just loved the clam canes mm-hmm. and they were just constantly <sighs> bothering you to bring them home from work though? That's almost a worse punishment. Yeah. Yeah. I could just see you like I'm bringing home another bring <laughs> a clam or or another package. Yeah. Our whole house smells like
2: clam decanes now.
1: necks. <laughs> up a, to our
2: necks. I to <laughs> our <laughs> again.
1: But uh, I do have a prediction that clam decanes are the hit of the season.
2: They've already gotten some press. They were on Boing Boing. Yep. We've gotten a lot of orders up for them. They just and, came in.
1: And yeah, so in our wholesale division, the clam decanes are getting more buzz, and in our retail. The mac and cheese are getting more. So who knows who's oh, the winner.
0: Yeah. But we sold more mac and cheese right off the bat. Somebody placed a large order for it as if they were waiting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the,
1: well, we're known for our weird candy cane That's flavors.
2: true. One thing we're talking about real quick, because this is, I've, I was saying this on Twitter yesterday, there's Discord in the office because
1: the oh. clam
2: Canes box features a personified clam. It has legs, it has arms, it has a Santa hat, has eyes, yes. and it has a mouth. And it has another mouth. And this is this is the disagreement. So me and Kurt Hanks, who's a, one of the other designers, we think the mouth of the clam is the opening clam. The two clam halves form the mouth. But of Whereas course, that's not a
1: mouth. That's its little. That's its little. It's well, right. a little
2: home. Right. But the way the clam it's is now has two eyes on the top half of the shell, and then it has a mouth inside of the
0: opening. See, that's. But th- I said this this morning. That's like saying. A knight wearing a helmet has two mouths because it has that hinged visor. It makes no not sense when you said it this morning. It makes it's no a, sense. It's a skeleton know. around the thing. It's not the, the thing. The clam
1: is the thing on the inside.
2: When you picture, when I picture, excuse me, I realize that. But when do I, you? I Yes, but when I picture, <laughs> here's, here's, let me say this. Traditionally, an, a personified or illustrated clam. <laughs> Features eyes you know on what? top and the clam opening as the mouth.
1: I'd like to see the proof of this. Yeah. Google it. <laughs> Google it? You have to prove it to me.
2: You Google it. So are you on team, it only has one mouth?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, okay. I, I, don't, I don't know what you mean by one mouth. That is one mouth. It's showing one mouth.
2: It has a mouth inside of its mouth.
1: No, the other thing is not a mouth. <laughs> Which is crazy I, I object to the other thing being called a mouth.
0: It's so strange to me because an exoskeleton is not the thing. Hmm. Well, we'll see. I mean, I, that's why I Maybe we'll do I a think... poll. We can do a poll. Okay. So... Alright, for Christmas. Should I'm we
2: ask I'm sorry I'm a little a Christmas worked
0: bowl. up.
1: Issuing another apology.
2: I'm sorry to DJ Ravioli. DJ
0: Ravioli. I'm sorry to the clam people. I have to say too, I was more disturbed this morning when you started asking about the mac and cheese where the mouth was than I was by the clam. <laughs> right. On the mac and
2: cheese candy canes, well, there's a personified piece of macaroni.
0: Um,
2: and, uh, yes, uh, that was more joking around. Uh,
1: and then the, the other thing is, one? uh, you know, this other, if you really want to get into it, half
2: yeah. I don't par- know what I do. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I'm already par- feeling-
1: <laughs> this has little dancing feet, but we all know that the, that clams have a foot inside as part of their clamness. So, right. Do you think that's strange that, that it no, has dancing feet and it has a foot inside as part of its clamness? No. Okay. So you agree with three feet, but you don't <laughs> agree with two mouths.
2: I, think I don't I know rest anymore. My case. I don't
0: know anything. <laughs> I think I just yeah. know that clam has two mouths
1: <laughs> and three feet. <laughs>
0: Hef is sorry for bringing it up, <laughs> and he's having a vulnerability hangover. i not going to have a vulnerability hangover after this, that's for sure. He's, he's, he's too opinionated about clam mouths. <laughs> he's also wearing a Santa hat.
1: Yeah, it's cute. Maybe it's a Santa hat.
0: For more information about products mentioned in today's podcast, go to mcfee.com That's M-C-P-H-E-E dot Also, don't forget to look at the corresponding blog post uh, to this podcast. There will be links to things that we mentioned, including the Wallingford Beast and the article about the Wallingford Beast. Don't forget to buy clamdy canes. Yum.